Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Gabriel Devine. He is Titanic, and today we have a guest who uh, I know you have had a great deal to do with him, and he had a hand in my, right. He had a hand in my career when I worked at uh, MCW and OCL years ago, refing and started wrestling. And God, I can't say enough about him. He's an awesome guy to be around. Love being around him. And Hall of Famer. Shit, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, a damn legend, and just man, hell of a guy. I mean. Where do we start? Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, White Lightning. You there, Lightning? Yeah, I'm here. Man, it's good to hear your voice. I like that intro. That's pretty good. Well, shit, I got to put you over, brother. You've done so damn much. It's unreal. 23 years of it. Right? 23 years of it, and only you've been the heavyweight champion how many times? Well, I don't know. I lost count. <laughs> Tag team champion. Probably seven or eight times. I, I, I remember at least two of us. <laughs> at least two of us. You won every belt up there, right? Yeah, all of us ladies. I never went for it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course, Jerry's going to bring that one up. All right, Jerry. So, usually how it goes, we, uh, we start off with uh, the questions of uh, who trained you? Who was your biggest influence? And what was your uh, your first match? Oh, Lord, my, my trainer was doing all the spot. Everybody knows him. He's uh, my book, one of the best trainers in the world. Hell yeah. He called me, everybody I knew been there. Uh, he, he looked out for you when you got in there. So pretty much you uh, a big, burly guy. Hey, back. He's always pretty safe when he's around, but I got all respect for him. And my first match was against Bruiser. Uh, a long, that's what three years ago, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous. I was, I was shaking in my boots. I can imagine, he, man. Uh, he took care of me out there. Uh, got over with the crowd and started seeing all of there. Now, you, now, it's been 20, you, you wrestled for 23 years. Is that, now, 23 years ago, is that when he came in to Osceola to start it up or what? It was right. That was right when he come in. Uh, he come in and talked to Big Daniel Fonz and they made a agreement. And uh, they started school up, built the ring, started school up, and uh, just went from there. You know what I mean? I got in there and got to hanging out. I always loved wrestling. I was a kid. And when he walked in the door, I was just, you know, Starstruck since Mike's seen on TV for years. We just had a good relationship, and he told me to get in there one night to get there and give it a try. And I tell you what, I don't know if anybody is not in the wrestling business, the hardest thing to learn how to do is run them sneaking ropes. Amen. We laugh top to bottom if you don't watch it. Hell yeah, they will. But yeah. he, uh, I guess it's about 23 years ago, he come in and and the bond struck up and just all just they bonded up instantly. And all got along, so it worked out. That's good. Yeah, I understand that whole uh hey, get in the ring and try that out, see what you think. Right. He did yeah. that with me with uh ninety eight for me. So it's been twenty years <clears throat> and I know he see who was there. Frankie Tucker was there and uh Subway Bobby. 
Yeah. yeah. He said, uh, hey, try try a side slam and try a couple of side slams. And he's like, what do you think? I'm like, man, I want to do this. Yeah. Two days later, I, then I, that's when I started getting my butt whooped. Don't think long when you get there and think you're a superstar. Boy, do what you got to pay. Amen, brother. No doubt. So, who is your biggest influence? Like your favorite wrestler that influenced you so much to get into the business? I always like to watch Sting. He just he's always caught my eye when I was a teenager. Just I like the way he I like his makeup. I guess his, his microphone work. Uh, he just he just explode from. Being down and out, he just exploded and come out on top. Right. Yeah, he always had that. He kind of like Hulk Hogan's got the Hulk and up. Stinger had that. Oh yeah. That oh, yeah. damn ability just to. Exactly. Like everybody else, I watched Jerry Lawler on Channel Five Wrestling. That's I guess a lot of my memories are from watching Channel Five. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I think everybody, pretty much everybody we've talked to has known something about, you know, Memphis wrestling. Even some of the younger guys that you wouldn't think, you know, they know some oh, stuff yeah. about Memphis wrestling. I mean, it's such a, a damn. That uh, was a big part of everybody's life. I was thinking, I'm trying to think like a one big fancy words, but I just can't do big fancy We're words. We're not big today. fancy words here. I've been hitting the head too many times. So. The Channel 5 had a big influence on a lot of those guys. Right. That's, what we watch on Saturday morning, that's what we want to do. Now, I know you got to wrestle on Channel 5. Yeah, I think, uh, oh, three times. We did, when was that? Oh, and when, I yeah, I can't that, remember it either. <laughs> years ago, I know I got on there and, uh, had a match one guy, they put me over, tickled me to death, and spun dog spot, had a lot to do with that. And he goes, you know, go kill my guys. I was going to ask, do you remember who they were? Uh, they called one guy was a repo man. I was on there twice. I remember uh, the battle royal yeah, that you y'all did, and uh, Robert threw you over or something. Yeah, well, I had that clothesline over top. And I never put the clothesline over top, broke my life. I thought, well, I'm on Channel 5, live TV. I guess I'm just going to learn how to do it or Kill one, I, I love that shit. Yeah. You ever done this? <clears throat> nope. Well, you are tonight. <laughs> Hope you know where you're going when it's over. Cowboy always took care of everybody. I love him. He's something else. Oh, yeah. We try to get him on, and he he keeps getting cold feet, which he's got a lot of health problems right now. But yeah, I love calling guy. Love him today. I've had to, you know, I've worked with him a few times outside of wrestling. Me and him actually here recently worked over to nurse home here in Paragold together. Got to bond with him real good. So, what made you what made you decide after twenty three years it was it was time to hang it up? I just, my body, what it used to be, uh, turned 50 and, and a lot of that. I, I didn't like not being able to do the high flying stuff. Uh, it would take me forever to climb up the top rope now. I watched some guys get out there and just be all slowing them down. And I just, I, I wanted to go out on top. I know everybody's saying, well, he's lost if he didn't get out of there. Just, just, just the middle thing. It's understandable. Yeah, I mean, I don't. 
I don't move around like I used to either. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, we got we got some pretty good guys down here, and then they, they try hard. Yeah, and I'm not dumb. I know I can tell some of them slow down in there to have a match with me, but then it made me feel pretty good when I blow them up. So, because you never know. Hell, you should feel good. You're one of the best, man, and I mean that with all my heart. I've always had a, a tremendous amount of respect for you. You know, you were always – y'all ribbed the hell out of me on Friday nights, but it was worth every minute of it. I'll say that much. Well, you know, all, all guys, I told the fans Friday night to doing a match. I told them, y'all got some good wrestlers here. Y'all need to stick with them. These guys are trying hard. And they do. You know, we're not going to be paid like them. Everybody's not on this little show. But it's the fun. It's a hobby. I tell people, uh, what do you do that for? Well, it's not fish. But yeah, well, I wrestle. So it's just because it's a hobby. Right. And you like doing it. I mean, I know Ben McMahon ain't never going to call me up. I have fun on Friday night. Hell yeah. As long as you're having fun and you're, you know, you're. And really, man, you, you make an impact on people's lives. And you, you know, we don't realize that when we're in the ring, but. You know, there's some, you know, kid having a hard time sending that crowd, and he, he can release, you know, his frustration through us and just be yeah, yelling. You know, sit there watch kids just hug you when you come out, and that's probably the most excited they've had all week long. We right. Out there and I, oh, well, here we go again. And you got to realize, if you make money, you see us. It's time for you to put on a show for them. Amen. And it's not like running the Walmart, you have a kid hard. Yeah, it's kind of like I always said. <clears throat> we may not be superstars to ourselves, but there's some kid out there that thinks that we're a superstar to them. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you know, uh, I've never <coughs> had uh, nobody say they didn't like a show. Because, uh, like, you know, sometimes guys may not be at the best, and the other master just they're 150%. A lot of kids, and, and I know that we said this a few times on the show before, a lot of kids that are breaking in this business need to remember that. They need to appreciate the opportunity that they're getting because a lot of the older guys have paved the way, and they need to not fucking forget where they come from because the yeah. minute you lose respect yeah. for this business and the guys that paved the way, you don't belong yeah, in this I, business. I wish a lot of people come to school I came to because believe you me, the hardest body slam I ever had in my life. I was in a training one night, and where is the king thing? Let me hit you by the slam. Okay. He snatched me up and like to throw me. I think we got the hardest ring in the business as it is. <laughs> <laughs> he about drove me for that man. I ain't lying. I feel every bone in my body crackle. Oh, shit. I thought, you want to do that again, buddy? <laughs> well, see, I remember Dog tell, telling me one night, he said, uh, when we were uh, at workout, he said, uh, you know, you're going to be the big guy. You're going to be working the big guy kind of gimmick. And, uh, you know, people ain't going to be, you know, throwing you around and body slamming you and stuff. And I was like, all right. Then it's like the next minute, you know, I got Big Josh in there. He goes, here, we're going to keep on body slamming. And he just keep on picking me up body slamming. Pick me up body slamming. Josh is strong as Oh, my God. So I have a question. You started out. How did you get the name White Lightning? Well, actually, that's a funny story behind that. We had went for three weeks coming up on Star Club. They were like, 
right uh, like a week before my first match. Uh, we was working out, got done. I see Marcus uh, standing there right now. Marcus Johnson, Wildcat Marcus Johnson, crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I thought, I got to call the wrestling. Oh, it's just my real name. He said, right, look here. He said, look, young, fast, white, white light. And I've heard all the doors go, go, uh, oh, you don't come out this far, white light? And, no, I don't think so. Marcus, Marcus, Wildcat Marcus Johnson, give me my name. Oh, yeah. So, you finally you started wrestling, and then there was this group that came together called the Dynasty. When did that start? That, that just, I don't know, it just kind of happened and worked out. We got the, the work because Robert was working out at the same time, Christy was working out with us at the same time. We was all young and young and green, and we, we just kind of clicked in there together. And I guess some dog noticed it. Uh, I'm going to tell you, Christian's tough. She does. She plays a chop on your heartbeat. Yeah, that's uh, the thing about the uh, women that we had. They were a lot tougher than some of the girls that would come in. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. They, I mean, they trained with the men. And we didn't. The dog dogs don't hold us back. Yeah, They're that's one here. thing. We didn't hold back. <laughs> Yeah. So come here, I think, got right here. <clears throat> well, we, just, we just got sitting around talking. And I, I come up with the name, actually. Uh, Cowboy went one time and got, got our best made. It was funny. He brought him in that Friday. We were both so excited. And they just spelled my name on the front of my best. I wore it for years. Now my grandkids wear it. I sure can't be here. <laughs> Mine somewhere. I can't even find mine. I'm, I definitely know I can't wear mine. My grandkids get that put on. I'm like, I swear that one time. <laughs> well, we had a pretty good run. We added, added the Titanic to it. That's the six-man gimmick going. Yeah, me and you were tag team champions at the time. Yeah, yeah. I remember that date. Oh, yeah. 625, 1999. Yeah. I'll never forget it. That was a big night. After all these years and everything, uh, all the doctor bills my wife had to pay, I thought, well, it's time to get out. Well, you know, uh, you know, I ended up having to get out because, you know, I hurt myself. and So I just, I started running shows and always wanted to try to get you up there, but if I'm pulling out, I'm getting old thing on me. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I was always content to uh, wrestle here in OCL. I just, I mean, I, I knew I wasn't a superstar, but I mean, yeah. and plus I'm on call every weekend with my job. Right. When it's off, it's kind of hard to, you got so much stuff lined up to do, it's harder. We're off three or four hours off to do a wrestling show. Right. Because I drove in up two hours before with the bus they hit on you when you drive two hours and you come off like that Well I remember a lot of a lot of crazy nights up there in Osella we'd have we'd have some rides and some big fights and Oh yeah. We all, I mean I think I think when not when I was starting I think that was a very talented group of people we had because you had 
me, you, Robert, Cal, uh, Hollywood, Frankie, Dog, LaFonce, Hellraiser, and Sam, and uh, Barnhart, and Bobby Shannon. Yeah. Barnhart. I ain't that a heartbreaker? No, no, no. no. Uh, heartbreaker was key. Those hard work guys back in those days. Oh, yeah. we. I mean, it was never a dull moment. I know that. Yeah, yeah they talked a lot. I remember they came out and had Bob and Shannon, but they all crap. Snap suit place, the fire. Snap on over the gun. I remember when I wrestled him, I turned around and like, hey, can we skip the, the snap suit place? He said, yeah. Nope. <laughs> and I said, oh, good. And I was like, oh, hey, let's do, let's do that power slam. And he turned around and he said, all right, first off, snap. Oh, I know. Yeah, definitely. It's always coming. And of course, you got Barnhart wanting to fly all over the place and yeah. Here, catch me, catch me. <laughs> so, out of 23 years, who was your best match. Your best match. I, I guess that, that that comes real easy to do me. I'll never forget it. Scared me to death. We went down to Coldwater, Mississippi. Me and Blake Boudreaux were wrong with Larry and Monte Cruz. And I had never seen Monte Cruz a day before, a day in my life. And just looked at him scaring him. Them guys bounced me, I know, for 30 minutes nonstop. I took two super flexes, never took them alive. But Clary sent me up there. Uh, what we done, he said, hang with me. The two of them, Molly, picking up the belly the back, some flex he does all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget them two. Like they took me to the next level of wrestling. They did I mean, the, the, the guys in the ring are going to talk about you. Start out with your holes and all that. Next level or actually learn how to work something. And those two guys, I've always given credit for that. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of history right there yeah, with them two guys. Yeah, so I think the clarity, but, but my chair brought up with them chops of his also. Well, now, now, don't, now, don't hold yourself I'll short now. You yeah. like one of the main ones throwing chops right up there with everybody else. Shit. <laughs> yeah, we were talking to Ron one night, and I was talking about mine and his match that we had in uh, Steel, and I thought he kept on wanting to go home. I was like, we going home? He goes, not yet. <laughs> not yet. 27 minutes later, all right, you can go home now. <laughs> pretty good tag team but I remember you getting really excited when dog started having me take uh uh what do you call uh back body drops. 
tall or yeah, oh yeah, the tall is amazing. And the whole build. The splashes you give it for move the whole ring. Well, I just get excited. Well, yeah, that's what we're talking about. And then yeah, uh, that, that stuff like that, you just can't. The fans are going to sit there and say it's fake. They're going to sit there. They're buying it. They're, they're I mean, the you got to be sick to do it. I mean, yours right there. They're like three feet away from the ring, and they see that ring just move six inches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one reason I guess about my child would always be so hard or be loud. Cause I'm sitting back to back watching those guys throw a chop, and it's like, really? You know, uh, look at Ric Flair. Ric Steamboat. They throw a chop. They throw a chop. No shit, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you're going to throw a chop, you, you make it sound good. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, we were over here in Paragol at the Armory. And y'all, you and you and Robert decided y'all wanted to give me a back body drop. <laughs> and I go way up in there and land on my butt. <laughs> I was like, I ain't never been that high in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took a few of them. I didn't care for them. Oh, no, <laughs> definitely. No. That ain't, I mean, that's not a normal, uh, <laughs> that just ain't normal. Oh. I don't got wings. I can't fly. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, I want to tell you, uh, I, I thank you for the dollars that you gave me uh, as a friend and as a partner, you know, wrestling and everything, you, know, you helped me a lot with my career. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you taught me a lot, and I really do appreciate that. Uh, I'm always glad to help out. Uh, uh, I remember when I was young, this business, and just listening, hanging on every word somebody tells you. Amen. You, 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 you put your body on the line there for someone, and you help me take care of you. Exactly. That's one thing I never had to worry about. We we we'd always we always had good matches. I, you know, I think it all just comes down comes back to you know who who trained us and just exactly. knowing each other. Exactly. Yeah, the more comfortable you are with somebody, the easier it is to have a good match with them. So, if, do you have any funny stories that you want to give us before we start wrapping up? No, just uh, I remember one night I, I can't the late media Mark Tree one uh, in Hellraiser and Sam go out there. Sam's his partner. I was Sam's his manager. They come back to the dressing room. They get fist right. They're brothers. I remember that. We were like, wow, the boss was like, break them up, break them up. The man that took me bold in there. I never, never forget that. I, I remember that now that you said that. Who won the fight? <laughs> I think it's a straw. <laughs> it wasn't the guys that had a break that thing up. Oh, like that. Shit, I wouldn't have got in between them. <laughs> oh, uh, you, you, I remember. Okay, you speak of you speak of Hellraiser, and that reminds me of of a uh, time we were, I believe, it was a joiner, and the two closest guys that I were ever you know close to in this business was. You and Cowboy. And I was having my first match against Hellraiser that night. Oh, Lord, bless y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all two did not help me not one bit. 
about getting ready for this. I, I'm like a bundle of nerves. Y'all are back there. Look, it ain't it ain't that bad. It's just you just gonna feel like you in a bar fight. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am, just scared to death. And uh, my two favorite guys are just give me the old "You got this, kid." <laughs> you're still alive, so you're all right. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he keep me between my eyes, me and I. I'm like, man, I'm saying this. So, uh, I know you ran, name some of the big names that you wrestled. You wrestled uh, Spellbinder one night, didn't you? Who? Spellbinder. Yeah, I wrestled Spellbinder, Doug Gilbert, uh, Greg Smith. Uh, I remember Doug because I was loved both at the time. I remember Doug. All those guys, they. They, they, so. they, they were always cool to us and everything. I, I can always say that. Well, uh, I always liked handsome Jimmy. He was just always so uh, just bellowing me. Very. He was something else. I, I, he was a, definitely a character. I remember my first my first night, He was. we had uh, Mabel there. King Mabel. So, yeah, it's... It was pretty cool, man. It was a time that won't ever happen again, but man, the memories, they will last forever. I'll never forget that downtown Mabel was there and uh, Lamont said take a body slam from it. <laughs> Lord, at first, I looked out there, I thought, oh, my Lord. I think, that was the <laughs> night that I ended up having to get my head shaved. Oh, yeah, right. because he, uh, he picked Dog up, too. It slammed dog and dog came back off the off the mat about six inches off the mat. He bounced back up, and uh, at the end of it, because he splashed me and everything, he turned around. He got on the microphone and he goes, "Sit your fat ass down and get your fucking head shaved." I looked over at dog. I said, "You gonna say something to him about that?" He goes, "That man's big enough. He can say what he wants." <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, it's been great catching up with you, man. Uh, Fun twenty three years, man. It was it was a blast getting to know you and work with you when I did, and you know y'all, like I said, y'all always ripped the hell out of me, man. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. Y'all used to chop the shit out of me in the back in the ring. Hell, I'd be the referee, and then they, I still fucking find how some way they'd find a way to fucking chop me. Yeah, because once you left, uh, I mean. The bag, it'd be funny because people be trying to figure out why you got chop marks all over you already. Right. Because first thing Jerry would do is grab my shirt, put it over my head, and start chopping. I remember it. Otherwise, you tell me, I'm the only guy, man, I got a chop. Chopping, I'll tell Well, man, I, I appreciate you calling, calling, man, and uh, doing this with us. Man, it's I'll never, I'll never forget everything you've done for me in the business and everything. I, you will always be on that pedestal, and I appreciate everything you did and, and the things that you did for the people. Do what? I appreciate that. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, you, you sat there and you, you had to beat it in me sometimes. Sometimes I didn't want to get it beat in me, but, <laughs> but uh, he was always, he was always real cool and uh, helpful and and everything, man. I just, I can't yeah, say enough I'm good like, things about you. I've always been one that I never believed you had to hurt somebody trying to train them. Amen. Show them what to do. You can go over it a hundred times if you have to. Repetition is the best way to train somebody or to teach them something. All right. I appreciate y'all having me. Man, you have a good night. I appreciate it. Thanks. I appreciate it. I mean, I really do, man. I, I really think the world of you. I was so excited when he told me we was going to get you on here, man. I'm really glad that we were able to get you on. You know, I'm glad you got to go out on top. Uh, it's not very often that you get to meet someone who is just as down to earth outside the ring and is so talented inside the ring. You've done so much. And, and man, thank you. Appreciate it. it it's been awesome having you on. Maybe right. we can meet up and, and, and catch up sometime off the, off the podcast and see you again. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you, right. man. Thanks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, short and sweet. It's better that way. That way y'all ain't got to listen to us blabber on and get tearful and emotional and all that good stuff because you know how we are. We like to uh, we like to go on for hours if we can, but, hey, it's better to do them short and sweet because sometimes that's all you need. You don't have to raise your voice. You don't have to get aggravated. Right. Just roll with it and have a good day. And it was great to get White Lightning on here. He has been one of the – the biggest names to come into Osceola that has been a, a mainstay there, you know, Titanic, you, Cowboy, White Lightning, Big Daddy, Frankie Tucker, Chris Hollywood. Anytime somebody says something to me about Osceola, man, y'all are the first names that pop into my head. And Sam Dollar, I mean, you know, Ron McClarity, I think a heartbreaker. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't. You know, I like to give some of my stories, you know, when we talk to these guys that, you know, I rest with over Osceola, you know. Right. I feel like I was I was blessed to be able to start and have such a group of people, be around a group of people. That were that amazing. That were that talented and everything. And they accepted me as one of their own. And, man, we just had great we got great moments and memories that'll last a lifetime and hey you know we lost some you know some of them passed away and someone don't talk to us just some don't talk no more we just don't talk you know it's we still always great when you take and you meet up with some people that you haven't talked in a while kind of like lightning we have we haven't really talked in a long time and you know this is the first time that me and him has talked, and oh man, I mean, I texted him back when we were trying to run the show in March, right? Uh, but you know, sitting there talking, man, we we haven't talked in over ten years. Damn, you know, and that's that's one thing, and I've said it before. When we first decided to do this podcast, I was worried about a lot of the outside things and, and the heat. And it's just been so amazing how we've been able to, you know, rekindle friendships, 
with people that we hadn't talked to, uh, find a place to, you know, I don't know, meet a common ground with folks. I mean, I'd love to, if, if Big Daddy one day wanted to sit down and do a podcast with us, I'd gladly have him on the show. And I, You know, I would too, because... He had a hand in our careers. He had a big hand in my career. I mean, David, I mean, him and... Lightning, him Cowboy. And, him and Dog started up a thing. Everybody benefited. Around probably 95, I think it was. And, you know... I joined in only in '98, man. I was there for a long. I was there for a while and everything, and you know, and I have history there. And you know, Lavon's can say what he wants, but me and him had some knockdown, drag out fights all over that building. And I mean, and some of the best stuff that I'm proud to be a. Don't did care for much for getting. Throwing, you know, the trash cans dumped on me and stuff, you know, with all the food, drinks, the tobacco spit, you know, but it was some of the, probably the best, best matches and stuff that I've ever been a part of. Amen. Uh, I always had a blast at Ocell. I felt like family. It didn't matter who you were. It didn't matter where you came from. They always accepted you. They were willing to work with you. You know, when I got there, Lightning was on his way out for a little bit and uh, took some time off. And I believe it was his son, Thunder, and a couple other guys that was there. And, man, I just had a blast. It was wonderful, great expectations, and just always enjoyed everything, you know. Great. Thank our sponsors, CarnelboBrand.com. Code CCWA29 saves you 10% on all merchandise. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, he is Titanic. I am Gabriel Devine. Thanks for listening to Wrestling with Locals.